So good morning and want to um, offer some instructions for the day and let us come into a position that we could be comfortable and awake via sitting or standing or even lying. And taking a few moments just to check in with ourselves like a little bit of a weather report if you will of the current weather systems within the body, the sensations, feelings within the body, and acknowledging what may arise within our mind, our heart. A little time just to check in, to acknowledge what's present within the body and mind. There's a beautiful um, quotation from the Buddha that brings together this body and mind, our world, our life. And I'm going to paraphrase it a bit, but the gist of it is that within this fathom-long body, with its thoughts and emotions, its perceptions, lies our world. The origins, the cessations, the beginning, the endings, and the pathway to freedom is found within this fathom-long body. And for those of you unfamiliar, fathom is a maritime measurement, measuring the depth of water, about two meters, about six feet. And within this fathom-long body, with its thoughts and emotions, lies our world. Its beginning, its ending, its origination, its cessation, the pathway to Nibbana, to freedom, is found within this fathom lung body. And so feeling that connection of the body, be it standing, lying, or sitting, that contact. Opening awareness with the senses, perhaps sounds coming and going. Maybe some senses lingering from a breakfast with tastes in the mouth or smells. Visual impressions within the eyes. Sensations. The breath coming in and going out. We've been working with these body practices for these days. So just coming to the anchor of what we've been working with, practicing with, and just resting awareness, experiencing the coming, the going of the breath, or sound, or sensation, or maybe even other senses. Now just a little bit of time just to settle and present anchoring into the body.
And of course, inevitably, there will be times that our <coughs> attention will have left the anchors of the body and perhaps be touched or even swept away with different types of emotions. And as we practice today to also begin to include if there's an emotion that we get carried away with, comes to visit, to allow, to acknowledge <clears throat> that it too has its beginning, middle, and ending. Just like the breath or sounds or sensations. And to acknowledge the emotion that may be present. And using the word acknowledging, which is different than acceptance, in the sense that we're not necessarily, or may, we may not be able to accept a certain emotion that's there, but we can acknowledge that it is there. Just the acknowledging of what's present in the heart. And letting it be which is different than letting go. If we knew how to let go, we would have done it years ago. Not so easy. But perhaps with this acknowledging and letting be with what's present, we can develop a wiser relationship to include even the emotional states of the heart. It's not like that you have to look for them or try to find them. They will come of their own and in time as we just acknowledge and let them be, they will perhaps in time leave on their own. And again, that beautiful teaching from Tampu Lucero, if you know that greed or hatred is arising, sadness, anger, fear, if you know it, this is knowledge. If you don't know, we'll go around and around. And so this knowing awareness, ah, this is fear. Here's sadness. Here's some anger. Here's some boredom, restlessness. Some fear to be known, to be acknowledged, and perhaps at times sensing into the bodily feeling of it. We don't start spinning around in our head trying to figure it out or to analyze it. To be known, to be felt, with, a, with its own beginnings and eventual endings. And perhaps resting once again into this fathom-long body, the anchor of the body with its breath, <clears throat> or sounds, or sensations, whatever's 
predominate, whatever you prefer, anchoring into the body. You'd be welcome if you even want to just sense in now if you're feeling safe and of course you don't have to pick the most charged type of emotional feeling but maybe there's a little bit of an annoyance or something here that you can just bring a little bit of awareness to it and what would it be like just to acknowledge it, to let it be. not get involved in the story of it as best you can, but just experience what it's feeling like in the body, the heart, and allow. What would happen if we just begin to meet any of those feelings with the sense of allowing it? Poet Dana Falls speaks about in the sense of allowing that resist and the tides will sweep you off your feet and allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. What would it be like to meet it without resistance? Without the grasping, without aversion? Oh, here's boredom. Here's restlessness. Here's some sadness or anger to allow. Again, if you're finding yourself coming into trying to figure it out, it spins into rumination, recognizing this and coming back into the body, the body feeling of it, being present. Perhaps in time, as it begins to kind of fade away, as we give it space, just like the sky gives space to whatever, whatever weather system is here, just giving space to these feelings, these emotions, they arise, they run their course, and they pass away. And then perhaps returning back to the anchor of the body with the breath or sounds or sensations being present.
And if it appears at certain times that a very stronger weather system has arisen within, and you're feeling safe, and within is this natural quality, one of the factors of awakening, well, first perhaps beginning with mindfulness, that's becoming aware that there's something there, and then secondly, this quality of investigation. It's like the love of truth, the curiosity to investigate what's here. And we can perhaps use this as part of our practice in a very wise way, not that we're trying to figure it out or analyze, but if a particularly strong feeling and emotion is there and it's just really drawing your attention. You're feeling safe and feeling interested to investigate just that oneself just experience the feeling in the body without trying again to figure it out or analyze it. And just to be present, to allow, to listen. I'll offer an example of a situation that happened to me a number of years ago that was very revealing. I was at my home office and I was talking with a hospital administrator about a mindfulness program and I was aware that I was becoming increasingly upset with the phone conversation. I looked at the clock and realized I had to get off the phone and actually drive to the hospital and teach a meditation class and so I was fortunate enough to get off the phone call without burning a bridge. But as I drove to the hospital, I, I was going over the conversation and getting more angry. Well, I came to the hospital and um, came to the meditation group, welcomed everyone and invited everyone to begin to settle, to become mindful of the breath. And then I tried to be with the breath, and that lasted about two seconds, and then my mind went off again to that conversation. And I noted it, all right, is anger. And tried to come back to the breath, and that lasted about one second. This went on for quite a bit of time, acknowledging the anger, coming back to the breath, and at a certain point I realized that the breath was futile. And that the anger was like a, was really solidly um, grabbing my attention. And so at a certain point I just realized, all right, let me just stay with this anger. Let me just feel it in the body, the surging, the heat, the contractions. Just a, And I, I didn't know what, what was there, but it, it was a strong energy. And I, I felt safe, and I was like, wow, this has really got me. I'm curious. And so I just stayed with the feeling of the anger. And of course, every now and again, my mind went off to, well, 
if this person did this, did this or did that, or I'm trying to figure it out, but then I catch myself, oh, here's, you're holding your defense trial, here's, you're trying to figure it out, come back to the feeling, anger, feeling it in the body, acknowledging it in my heart, this anger. And at a certain point, and I wasn't quite sure when the transition happened, but there was a different weather system that gradually was moving in, and what moved in was a sense of deep, deep sadness. And I had no sense that that was going to arise, but I just intuitively knew, let me just stay with the sadness and allow it. Acknowledge it. Feel what this feels like in the body. And so I just stayed with this for quite some time, this depth of sadness. And then in time, which I had no clue was inside, there was this, Somehow there was this feeling of recognition of this understanding of this place that I was at, and it was all about looking for approval. I was wanting that hospital administrator to have some type of, I was looking for some type of approval. Once again, having left myself looking outside myself. Oh, that's what's here. And just stayed with that familiar old wound of looking outside for recognition, validation, approval. That old wound. And just sat with it and just acknowledged it and held it with care, with compassion. And with that recognition, I was beginning just to feel my own for lack of a better word, my own sovereignty, that, that I was okay as I was, that this looking outside myself for this approval was such a source of deep pain. It began to reside in one's own being. I gradually came back to the breath, but felt well-nourished, deep understanding of a core wound On my way home, driving home, I realized there was no phone call to be made to that administrator, no bridge to be burnt. And what was activated was my own pain, my own longing for love, my own longing to be seen. And so if there's some emotions that are arising, if you're feeling safe, investigate. I know a number of us use this practice of RAIN to recognize and to allow, to investigate what's here, but to feel it in the body, catching ourselves if we're going off to analyzing that old familiar rumination of spinning that really doesn't get us anywhere. 
perhaps in time we begin to not be so identified the result of this recognition and allowing and investigation and there may be other times where of course it may not feel safe in the wisdom of knowing that and backing off perhaps seeking what resources may be supportive to stabilize. This is wisdom. And sometimes and we may even have to get a little bit stronger and just say no. I had an experience a year ago. I took a month-long self-retreat, and for about 15 days into it, I was kind of haunted with the intruder that came into my awareness of an old wound. I kept on just allowing, investigating, and I realized at a certain point that was not going to work. And I was going to have to take stronger measures. And I began to realize that, wait a minute, this is not a consensual relationship. I am not going to let you enter into my meditation time anymore. It's taking too much airtime. And it was very liberating. I had never done anything like that before. There was a very strong, no, this is not consensual. This is not serving my heart, my practice, my wasn't able to settle. I really learned from the inside the importance at times of that recognition of, no, this is not consensual. I'm not going to give you any more airtime in the meditation practice. So there's a number of different ways to meet these emotions, allowing, Perhaps just recognizing they come and they go, like all phenomena. Impersonal, just rising and passing. At other times, if it's very deeply personal and we're very hooked, yes, that quality of investigation may serve. Perhaps a firm no. This is not consensual. to be known is that all of these emotions, as well as different sounds, sensations, the breath, this reframe of arising and passing, the ephemeral, effervescent, the ever-changing nature, the impermanence of things. And so we'll just go into some silence now, being present, anchoring in with the body, but including if there's some emotions that arise and wisely discerning to meet it in a way that serves. 
And of course, we will continue to learn. Sometimes it's only by taking a left we realize we should have taken a right, but we wouldn't have known that. So we're practicing and learning from our own experience, being present.
And in discerning wisely, in meeting what's here, in regards to the emotions, discerning when is it wise to move into, to investigate, and when is it wise to just recognize it as a phenomena that comes and goes. So continuing on, anchoring in the meantime within the body, steadying the mind and heart with the breath or sounds or sensations, whatever your primary object is. Experiencing its twos, comings and goings. But opening to the emotional aspects if they arise and meeting them in our practice being present.
And so being present to the body, to our hearts. And the Buddha speaks about that within this world, in the look of Apati Sutta, the eight worldly conditions that none of us can escape from. Of gain and loss, status and disgrace, praise and blame, happiness, pleasure, suffering or pain. The one who builds the wisdom understands these are the winds that come and go and can remain in greater balance in the midst of it all. This is the understanding that to every season it turns and turns and turns and finding our balance in this fathom-long body with its perceptions, thoughts, and emotions that lies our world and the pathway to Nibbana, to freedom. May all beings and the gateways into the heart and grow with deeper wisdom and compassion. May there be peace. much it's a beautiful little poem from Patrick Overton that I'd like to just share with you inspires me speaks about when I come to the edge of all that I know and I step off into the abyss of the unknown, I will trust one of two things to happen. That I will find some firm ground to stand upon, or I will be taught to fly. The thread of the Dharma, 